0: Are you good? I'm good. So good. Even better than I was the last time. So good. Gotta love Chance.
1: (laughs) I mean, I love my wife. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Freaking A. (sighs) Mozzie, I'm sad. I'm sad, man. Sad. Like, well, Scott. He's gone, man. <sighs> it happened. Hmm. Huh. So, I'm shook. <laughs> it doesn't feel real. No, it doesn't. I still, like, I saw it last night, and I got so distracted. Because I was with people, I'm like, s- like I was trying to, like, not zone out. I'm like, so- sorry, guys, I just got, like, thrown off. Cause, like, but none of them, like, are into sports or football. much. I was trying to, like, give analogies for it. I'm like, imagine if, like, Game of Thrones just, like, decided to not do you know the last like two seasons of it or something yeah like that's that's how i could put it they're best. like actually at this point i think we're all good or like or like if kevin durant retired right now like that's a similar way to put it like if lebron never went to cleveland and just it just left it never went back yeah done, done. Lockout, yeah
0: so so it's funny i was at work all day yesterday. Had absolutely no, you know, connection to the outside world for probably 14 hours. Mm-hmm. Um, and like at the very end of the shift, I looked at my phone and I saw you guys talking. <laughs> blowing I, was out. Like, I was just like, what is happening? I saw, you know, luck is retiring. And I was just like, wait,
1: what? <laughs> I thought this was like a joke at first. I was like, no, no, what? No, I was like, just kind of like, what? just what
0: (laughs) didn't make sense i was like i have to talk to somebody of course nobody that i work with gives a flying fuck about the nfl so i'm just like in talk about purgatory (laughs) (laughs) i have to talk to somebody about this what is happening so i found my manager mark and i was like do you watch the nfl and he was like yeah here and there and uh i'm like do andrew luck just retired he was like wait really like what the fuck and Hostess sitting next to us is like, Who's that? And we're like, Oh my God, get out of here. <laughs> and he's like, So, funny story. I actually waited on Jim Ursay back huh. in the day, is what he told me. And he told me the whole story of when he came in. Dude was like unbelievably generous with his money the whole night. Just hmm. like he auto like his party, like $2,000, tipped Dang. him like an additional 600 on top of it just for kicks basically and was just like throwing $200 out to various people throughout the night. And I was like, oh, that's, that's kind of a good Jim Merce story. Yeah. So he chain smoked through all like 13 courses. Like every course. <laughs> he had another cigarette in between. He was just that's going through. That's the Jim Mercey, I know. <laughs> Like several packs. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, well, yeah, that... That, there that we makes go. more yeah, sense. That, that sounds right. about right.
1: <laughs> I'm like, no cocaine? He's like, nope, no none, none that I could see. <laughs> really drinking a bunch? Because I'm like, I know... <laughs> So yeah, I, most Jim Mercy stories aren't good ones. I was like, "Were all of his guests prostitutes?"
0: <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "No, yeah, just just his guys." I was like, "All right, this is holy shit." But yeah, huh. not to really detract from movie. the Andrew Luck, but that was a fun little tidbit I got out of that. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. it's surreal, man. Last night I was wondering if I dreamt the whole day.
1: <laughs> yeah, it is wild, but. Yeah, because I, I when I when I saw that, I was with people who didn't care about football, so I was trying not to be like rude and like stay on my phone the whole time. I'm just like, ah. like the meme of the guy, like the kid with like the veins popping out of his forehead. That was me. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Strange. it's wild. So like, there's a lot of ways to go. With this. I mean, what did the Colts do. Like, how did we get here? Like, how did we get here? How did I get here? <laughs> but, uh. Do you think it's just the injuries? Yeah, so like I, I ended up watching like the whole like 20 25 minute presser from him. And he said <laughs> it was the it was the rehab injury rehab injury cycle thing. And like he's back he's kind of been back in that now with like the ankle calf impingement kind of all the stuff going on with that and it hasn't been getting better progressing like it should. And so he said to say he told himself after after 2016 17 where he played through a lot of pain and then missed the whole season with the rehab uh, with the rehab and stuff he pretty much told himself he wasn't gonna play with pain like that again and if he got stuck like, in the cycle like, that wasn't something he wanted to do so he kind of made the decision he said like two-ish weeks ago or so that he was like gonna be done so I started like really mulling it over so yeah but it is sad I hear I've seen a lot of different like, comments on like oh like sucks for the Colts but it does really suck for
0: the Colts yeah because they've kind of been using him to build their team around,
1: as they should. Yeah. And now he gone. Although my, this was like one of my first comments or like my first thoughts in regards to that was like the Colts kind of fucked themselves, as far as like, however many years they put him in like the <laughs> shit team with like no O line, and like for like five years or whatever or so they drafted like no O linemen and just let him get destroyed.
0: Yeah, their uh, their GM work in the early luck days was really bad. It wasn't until, what, 2017, they got, like, Quentin Nelson and Darius Leonard, basically. They yeah, actually started adding pieces for him.
1: So I think it was Grigson was the mm-hmm. GM, and he was, like, not doing anything. And then Ballard started helping out. You know, he, he was a lot better, but... Right. Yeah, it was it was rough, so... Because, but... like, if he wasn't getting sacked, you know, pretty much top of the list every year, like, all... You know all those rib stuff, all that shoulder stuff. Everything doesn't you know keep adding up as much. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I was talking to somebody, and I said, "Imagine how frustrating it must be to be as talented as you are, top three, I think, justifiable top three quarterback in the league, like given age and talent, all things considering, like to be that good and to never be at a hundred percent." Yeah. Like, to know that you haven't hit your ceiling and you just can't because you're just, like, constantly having these really annoying,
1: nagging injuries in various places. Yeah. And by the time your team protects you, you're already, like, broken down. Yeah. Yeah, it's – it sucks a lot. I mean, it's obviously not easy for him to choose. Like, oh, hey, like, I'm done with football. Like, but, I mean, if it was right for him, then, I mean – Obviously, you know, it's his choice. I don't know. It's going to be sad not to see him play, but if he's happier not playing, then, you know, yeah. Good for yeah, that man. was my first thing. I said, I was like, the
0: game's worse without him. Like, mm-hmm. that sucks. And the Colts have been removed from Super Bowl contender. Yeah. It, that quote, sucks, Dark Horse Super Bowl contender. Yeah, how much
1: have, did you have on them? Because I, I, I didn't yet. bet anything on the Colts this year. Okay. I told
0: you, I was having my Mozzie sense was going crazy on the Colts this year, and it mm. was... Wigging me out, yeah. So yeah, I traded Ty earlier in the year. I didn't end up taking any Colts players in any fantasy draft except Paris Campbell.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's a big bummer to see it. Just I said the talent get wasted from injuries, and you know you definitely had a lot of great moments like that. Like the biggest one, like probably that comeback win over the Chiefs that year in the playoffs. Oh man, that was like. Like classic, Chiefs fans still have nightmares about
0: it. they know. <laughs> no. <a> of... <laughs> right hey, <laughs> hey, remember that time? Yes, <laughs> I do remember that time. Thank you.
1: <laughs> yeah, I saw It's a basically 28 bunch... 3 for, <laughs> yeah, for Chiefs. Chiefs fan. <laughs> yeah, man, that, oof. that was a big bummer because I think Jamal mm. Charles got hurt. For that, he did, year, yeah, he got hurt
0: pretty early and they had a good lead. And then, yeah, know. big bummer,
1: but. Yeah, I saw the one play retweeted a bunch where like the ball got fumbled and he picked it up and just like slammed in the end zone and won the game pretty much mm-hmm. for them. So, yeah, I, I mean I'm gonna miss Andrew Luck being part of football. That I mean, goofy, we both, yeah. Goofy, good, nice
0: dude out on the field. Who's good hit, big guy? Yeah,
1: who's gonna compliment you when you sack them now? <sighs> JJ, I bet JJ Watt's probably. Was. <laughs> He's like, Jacoby's not as nice. I feel bad.
0: <laughs> well, the Titans are certainly happy. That's yeah. another two games a year that they don't have to lose immediately.
1: <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah, so I I, I guess Texans become instant-heavy favorites in the division. Yep. Because you think about the quarterback play. If it's Brissett to start we'll – we'll move, we'll you know, talk about it more. If it's Brissett to start and Foles and Mariota, then you've got Deshaun Watson, like – no yeah, and, if the, and if
0: the Texans somehow get like Trent Williams out of this Jadavian Clowney, which mm-hmm. I think we're gonna find out like in the next day soon, what's going yeah. on there? Yeah, that's coming soon. Hopefully during this podcast,
1: mm-hmm. you never know.
0: You never know. That'd be neat. But yeah, if, if they got like Trent Williams or something, oh my god, yeah,
1: mm-hmm. just a little extra line help. Yeah, but um, f- so with all this Andrew Luck stuff, as we as you mentioned, there's. You know, a lot of fantasy implications from it. So, obviously, immediately Brissette's the starter for now. <laughs> I'm gonna say for now. So, I mean, he's not you know a great starter, but I think with the offense now with Frank Reich as opposed to who, had, who was he? The, who was the coach in 2017? Was it um, was that when they still had Pagano? Maybe I'm not sure. Let me look. Yeah, that was, was Pagano's last year. So now they've got Frank Reich there. So that'll help, I think. And it's not gonna, <laughs> it's not gonna be 2017 repeat. I don't think. Cause
0: no, I think Brissette will be solid.
1: Yeah, lines better. I mean, he's better now. Like I, I imagine he's gotten better. Um, mm. Then we've got, um, yeah, you know, Ty's there, obviously. But now we've got Ebron as well. Doyle's still there. Um... You've added God. Paris to Deion Kane. Deion Kane's looked great this year, like this preseason to start and add him to our standouts. But um, yeah, so there's a lot there. I mean, Mac and um, Hines and Wilkins there. So there's like a lot more around him than there was two years ago. So, like, while I don't think he's going to be someone that you need to go grab right away, I mean, Superflex obviously is different, but like, hope will a good QB two. Yeah. He'd
0: be a very good QB too.
1: I think he'll, I think the offense will stay afloat more than it did 2017. Like obviously, okay, not great for Ty, just because the connection he had luck like, had. Yep. But I don't, I don't think it's like instant death for Ty, but like it definitely knocks him down a round or two.
0: I think it's gonna make his like boom and bust like even more divisive. Yeah. Because like last year, it'd be like most games he was a boom, but then every now and then you would just have a bust Ty day. Hmm. I feel like this year you're just gonna have more spread in between.
1: Mm-hmm. Like you're, like it's you're gonna have more. It's gonna be somewhere in between 17 and 18 for how it went. Yeah, but um, so he does lose a little value. Mm-hmm. He goes from that. He kind of drops it here. Like he's, I think he's like right in sync with Tyler Lockett now. I
0: might even have Lockett a little ahead of him. Yeah, just like, a little. He did look pretty good in uh, preseason.
1: Yeah, Lockett. Looked, yeah, that 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 uh, Wilson Lockett's gonna be fun this year. But yeah, Ty goes from you know, he goes from going around. I mean, who was he going around? Let me look. But he's kind of going like right around, like before Amari, pretty much, and now he's gonna be going after Lockett, probably. Yeah. So there's a drop there. I mean, I would still take him. What about okay? Like, let's go with like Chris Godwin. Like Ty over Godwin? Yeah,
0: I would probably do that.
1: Yeah, yeah like I would Because this is going to be what we people are facing now in their drafts. I mean, you have a draft tonight, right? hmm Yeah, there's going to be a lot of drafts happening this weekend. Um, I'm, su- I'm sure there's, I mean, there's. there were people who drafted, like, Lamar and Luck, like, right as all that happened. That's a big bummer.
0: Oh, yeah. So, uh, Ed is in our league, and he was going to keep Baker, and then he realized he dropped Baker. <laughs> So Steven texted me. He was like, hey, can I keep Baker? And I was like, yes, you can because <laughs> you added him at the end of the year. Um, so ba- he, so Ed lost Baker. And then, well, I traded B- Ed luck during the season. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget. Who, I think I had Deshaun Watson, so I was fine. So I gave him luck. So I was like, dude, just keep luck instead. He's going to be even better. And he was like, okay, cool. So <laughs> yesterday comes out. He's like, yo, so I'm not going to keep luck either. Uh. Am I? And I was like, no. I already took them off for you, man.
1: That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a big bummer for anyone who has them in, like, Superflex or Dynasty or anything. But So, okay, so T.Y. is pretty much going right at where Cooper is. They're pretty much the same right now because there was some sense that Luck was kind of, you know, so he followed a little bit. So um, so I'm going to go through people who are going after him. So T.Y. or Diggs? For me, it's Diggs. <sighs>
0: Hmm. I I still would go TY personally just because like I avoid the Vikings a <laughs> lot of times.
1: Yeah, I feel that.
0: In general, I like with their receivers, I don't like trying to predict which of their receivers is going to have the better day. And for me it's not like I don't know how to explain it. <laughs> either, yeah. It's not necessarily that they're you, either going to have a bad day. It's just that like, I have to find the one that's going
1: to have a better one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I get that. <laughs> um, let I see. T.Y. Okay. or Cooks? Cooks. Um, T.Y. or Robert Woods? Woods. Um, Hilton or Edelman? Edelman, for sure. Um, we already said Hilton or God. I think we said Hilton on that. Mm-hmm. um Hilton or Lockett Lockett's going at like the four or five turn I feel like he's got to he's going a little late Lockett should be going higher yeah I would take him before Godwin and Edelman and Woods and Cooks honestly
0: I don't know if I'd take him before Edelman because I think Edelman is going to be pretty good this year and yeah and very I, cons- very consistent
1: the only knock nice. or concern for me with him I mean okay Josh Gordon's there but you never know what's gonna happen there, so that's the you thing. You never so, fucking yeah. know. So I get I get that on the thing. Um, <clears throat> I also am not high on Enkil Harry, which I've said yeah, before. Me yeah, I
0: feel you like And they're... what they've got Demarius, which that watch Demarius end up being the one. But
1: yeah, like... <laughs> I don't. Think, I think he's doubtful for week one right now. Anyway, but yeah, he is. Um, okay, so after that, there's Galladay and Cup, and then yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. I would take Galladay. Cup? I don't know. Gotcha. So he pretty much takes, like, a round knock. So pretty much drop T.Y. Hilton around. it's So instead of going to the 3-4 turns, he's going to the 4-5 turns about what you're feeling. Yeah, so that, that's, yeah, that makes sense for me. Yeah, that sounds about right. I, I agree for the most part. Like, some of the things we may go back and forth on. But I, I, the end result is about a round drop, mm-hmm. I'd say. Or T.Y. Uh, yeah. no,
0: the tight ends could get an interesting boost. If yeah. I remember correctly, Brissett liked Doyle.
1: But wait ebron wasn't yeah ebron wasn't there ebron
0: was not there yeah that's true but he did use Doyle a lot so he did have a connection with him
1: yeah he does use the tight
0: ends um i was very not high on ebron all off season at
1: adp especially yeah this really sinks it
0: i really didn't know why i just kind of was like i don't think he's gonna have nearly as good of a year as he did last year this to me, I think he's gonna have a pretty significant decrease in just all around. Like I think he'll still be solid, but not as good as last year. He won't have as double digit touchdowns.
1: Yeah, I'm really curious how like the, the secondary wide receivers like Funchess, Campbell, Kane, all those guys are gonna operate now with Brissett, because there's not a lot to go. There's like nothing to go off of most of them, so.
0: Unfortunately, I think Paris Campbell has almost no value this year.
1: Yeah, because this he's, year, yeah, he. I know he's been kind of fighting some injury stuff a little bit. I think he's all good now. Oh, he's questionable going right now. It's a his hammy. It's been bothering mm-hmm. him. So,
0: but I, I think Funchess might be pretty like one of the better beneficiaries. He's kind he's, of a tight end. Yeah, exactly. He's kind of a tight end, <laughs> kind of a wide receiver. I think Percet will like that.
1: Yeah, I think that what what Campbell's value is going to be this year now, set is going to be, not strictly, but mostly off of, like, short routes that he houses. Yep. That, that's, you know, that, that's going to be it. Catch out of the backfield and he takes it all the yeah. way. Takes a slant to the house kind of thing, yeah. Um, the running backs. Um, I think it helps Hines hurts Mac because the... The offense isn't going to be as good, duh. Um, yeah, it's just going to be a tier lower of offense. Yeah, it's so, like the the game scripts. I don't like they're not going to be in like as many great game scripts where you know Mac would just kind of run it out. I think there'll be a, there'll be like a little more balance towards Hines now, just because if they have to keep up a little more so than they would have, that benefits Hines more as the pass catcher. It's my thought. Interesting. I definitely see like the game script effect.
0: Like they won't be winning as many games mm-hmm. if, like early, so they won't be running the gr- on like on the ground as much. Towards the end of the game, they'll be throwing it more later. Mm-hmm. So I I do sadly see just a little a little decrease there for Marlon Mack, which is sad because we're pretty high on him.
1: Um, Let me do some math here. So I'm going to go with the 2017 to see how many of the running back targets of Brissette's went to uh, running backs here. It was about 15% went to running backs. So, Who did they have then? It was Gore and Mack. They didn't have Gore like a... Oh, actually, no, I forgot about adding Robert Kirby too. But um, yeah, they Gore and Mack, basically. Let yeah, me add 10 more to that. So it's going to be more than 15%, I think. Yeah, like 17%. And now they've got an actual good pass-catching running back there, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Heinz is really good at catching. Yeah, so. Okay,
0: well, yeah, I can follow along with
1: that. Yeah, I think that'll, you know, that'll provide some value. Because I, I could see that going up a little more. Because, that I mean, they try to use Heinz more. They try to throw the running backs a little more. Um, yeah. <sighs> I'm just, like, so bummed about it. Yeah. No one gets basically
0: everything's worse. I think Funches might get a slight upgrade. Yeah, Doyle He's and the only Funches,
1: I think are the only ones who aren't hurt by this. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, everyone's hurt. <sighs> Sad. Mm-hmm. Sad. But I wonder but what kind, I wonder like I wonder how Jack Doyle is like. What kind of person he is? Like if he like, because it sounds like he and Luck were friends. So like I bet he and Luck are like similar. I bet they're both really dorky. Because they're both big. Goofy looking white dudes. <laughs> yeah, like they like look kind. Of, they have like a lot of similar features. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think Jack Doyle's hairline is that great. Let me see. I don't think it's bad, is it? Let me look. Oh no, his his hair is fine. It's receding a little bit, but you know that happens. It's not as bad as looks, for sure. Whatever. But yeah, they're both like big goofy looking white guys with a beard. am so big man. lumbering dude. Jack
0: Doyle's pretty tall, right?
1: I'm mean, a tight end. He's a big motherfucker. Yeah, um, he's six six. So. Woof. <laughs> oh ha! Big chunker. Oh lord, he coming. <laughs> big chunker. <laughs> oh lord, he coming. But um, yeah. So, um, I think you know where this this discussion is going now. For me, um, you know. My guy, my guy, Swag Kelly, um, otherwise known by his Christian name of Chad Kelly. Um, Chad
0: Kelly, Swag Kelly.
1: Yeah. So <laughs> I've talked about him a lot on here before, like sort of irrationally. And then there was last, like the ch- like, his chance he had last season. He was like almost gonna be the starter because Case Keaton was playing like ass. And then he went and walked into someone's home. I whatever it was. It was weird, but. <laughs> The gist of it was he screwed himself out of a job in Denver. Colt signed him. Now he's only behind Jacoby Brissett. Now, I'm... Jacoby Brissett's fine. He's probably gotten better. But he's not a world beater. He's not a secure starter or anything, you know? So, I think Chad Kelly's pretty good. (laughs) So, I will... I have him stashed everywhere. Um, I... Confident it will be starting at some point during the year. Um, so their opening schedule's not easy. Um, the only you know easier game is going to be unfortunately my Raiders, but <laughs> yeah. they have a tough open. I'm pretty sure yeah. they, they have the Chargers week one, so that's going to suck. <laughs> yeah, it sucks because that's a tough defense. I mean, no German James, but it's still a tough defense, um, to face. And the Chargers, it's I mean, Chargers aren't you know not 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 the best home field advantage per se, but they're a good team, so they at Chargers, at Titans, host the Falcons, host the Raiders, at the Chiefs. So, it could be very easily a 1-4 start. And then, they host the Texans. Yes. And, yeah, they'll be on their way to 1-5, and five, and that could be sometime around then, either during that or after that, could be the time to put Chad Kelly in, I think, just to try to change things up. Because the following week they play the Broncos, and that would just be wonderful to have Chad Kelly play against the Broncos. Hmm. So, his old team. Yeah, I'm so that's what week six. I'm thinking sometime around week six we're gonna see Chad Kelly.
0: Oh man, that'd be crazy.
1: That's my He's almost
0: out of the NFL.
1: Yes, that is my call on this. Um, I know it's I, I know I'm aware it's pretty zealous. It's might be a little overzealous on here as far as you know my Chad Kelly hype, love, whatever we're gonna call it, but. I think it's, and there's a depth, there's a lot more than a non-zero chance Chad Kelly gets to play this year. Yeah, obviously if Brissette gets hurt. Yeah, I mean, obviously I don't want to wish that upon him, but right. if Brissette gets hurt and Chad Kelly comes in, I do not think Chad Kelly loses the job after that. Like, I don't think it goes back to Brissette. <laughs> you you might totally disagree if you do tell me because i like i said you know my love for chad kelly knows no bounds well i'm i'm
0: trusting you on it i'm just kind of <laughs> like i'm i'm coming along for the ride my personal take is that brissette will probably just play the year yeah and that they like tell. he'll be serviceable just not amazing mm-hmm. and With that, then they'll have a bad record and they can draft a QB next year. I also think it's possible they might sign a veteran quarterback. Uh, There are a few of them just kind of hanging around, I feel like. Mm -hmm. They could just kind of go and grab. That would be either a backup to Preset as well, which would make Kelly again the third stringer, which would suck. Mm -hmm. Or just to be the starter, in which case Preset would maintain his two role and Kelly would be the backup. So they had a third person in, it doesn't. Which I think they should,
1: kind of. Depends yeah, on. I mean that's that's the more likely is they either just ride out, set and tank, and he plays all year, and it's you know that, and or they bring someone else in. The like Chad Kelly being the starter at some point is definitely the like not the most likely scenario. I'm super aware of that. Right. Like, there
0: are definitely other ways it can go, but I'm hoping and praying that we that
1: this works out. <laughs> yeah, it's. It's it's less than a pipe dream now, like or not less than a pipe dream. It's like a better shot than a pipe dream now than it was, you know, half a year ago. <laughs> yeah, like half a year ago, I was just a crazy person holding Chad Kelly on my roster just for shits and giggles. But now it's like enough of a chance that let you know people in other divisions in our league of you know a lot of pretty good players like other people bid on him and picked him up. So yeah, and I'm, that made me feel that made me feel better about it at least. <laughs> And some people spent way more on him. Yeah, I don't feel as crazy. <laughs> yeah, like I said, I hope I'm not wrong on that. That's that's my silver lining of this whole Andrew Luck thing is that, like, Chad Kelly has a much better chance now. So. Yeah. As long hey, he as he's not a dumbass, to. again, man, please, Chad. Chad, listen, Chad. Mr. Kelly, don't fuck this up. Mr. Kelly. Literally just, like, stay home every single fucking night. Like, hop on Fortnite with Juju and just do that. Do nothing else at all, except for that in football and working out. <laughs> Otherwise, yeah. <laughs> but anyway,
0: I think we might have the complete update on Lamar Miller.
1: Oh, someone just come in,
0: trying to see.
1: I mean, it's yeah it's ACL for the year. Yeah, I'm pretty yep. sure. Yeah, confirmed on the MRI, so yeah, he's done. So, so good transition there, moving away from my somewhat irrational Chad Kelly love. I'm not gonna say fully rational now, but that was definitely not it's not fully rational. <laughs> There's emotion with it. But um the emotion's based on him being good. Anyway, um so yeah Lamar Miller is done zo. Um who did i mean, they're gonna bring someone else in. What do you think it's gonna end up being? Do you well think shit,
0: they- Duke Johnson is looking uh like a good trade now. Not that it wasn't before, but yeah, He's definitely to have a lot of volume.
1: I think he can um, handle. They like, got rid
0: of Foreman though.
1: Yeah, because yeah. Foreman, well, Foreman's like done for the year now. He like towards bicep. Poor yep. guy. But um, <laughs> I think I think Duke can handle a one A role. <clears throat> so yeah, well, <sighs> do they trade for Melvin? Do they sign a Jai? Do they wait for some cuts and maybe if it's you know high bringing him or Yeldon or something?
0: I I do think they're going to sign somebody. I don't think it'll be Gordon, unfortunately. Like, as much as I'd love to see Gordon and Deshaun Watson, like, if they're trying to trade Clowney, like, it could be completely a different trade altogether. Like, they could get Gordon and then also trade Clowney to someone else. It's just, like, Clowney doesn't not go into at
1: the Chargers. Yeah. Gosh, that'd be nuts. But, um... Yeah, they already have both, yeah. so they have Melvin Ingram. Dear Duke. Lord, adding a of that would just be unfair. Yeah. <laughs> but, um... <clears throat> yeah, I think Duke is a pretty solid bet right now. Especially in PPR leagues. JSI could be an interesting one, though. Yeah, um, I think like, Yeldon makes a lot of sense, too. Like, he, he and Duke are similar, so that would give them just, like, another, like, guy to mix in without just, like, showing their hand type of thing. Because, mm-hmm. like, what one of those Buffalo running backs is going to get cut and any of those guys make a good candidate to get out of the Texans is how I'm thinking of it.
0: Yeah, because they've got Singletary that they're going to hang on to and they have Gore and McCoy. Mm-hmm. I think McCoy will keep his job.
1: Yeah, I, I think Yeldon's going to end up being the odd man out. Probably. Yeah, like, like it could be Gore too. Yeah, because I, like, I know like McCoy too, Like I think cutting him... Excuse me. Would save a lot of money too. It would.
0: Like, yeah, I think McCoy did like make sense from that aspect. I just also think that they like think he's going to be good this year.
1: Yeah. Contract. Let I me mean, look at his contract real quick. Let's see, because he, um, the yeah, the dead cap hit it, it is really small, so it's like under three mil dead cap hit, so. And this, this is the last year of his contract, so he's definitely cuttable for sure this year. So, yeah, and Gore—I mean, he's a culture guy. I mean, he's timeless. Timeless. The never-ending Ageless. Gore. I just wonder. But um, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, someone, wh- whoever gets cut from Buffalo, could end up being <laughs> there. Oh, the hell! Just got an ad. Dude, I hate that so much. Like when you're on a web browser and a like video comes up, you're like, "I know this. I know y'all shouldn't be hearing you right now." <laughs> so, you so hard, that shit. <laughs> but yeah, man, it's. I I just it's just a big boost for Duke Johnson. I mean, I yeah. So if you if you drafted him between him getting traded and now, you probably got a big value on him.
0: I was so close to taking him, too.
1: Yeah, there were a lot of times when I like thought about it, too. I'm like, hmm.
0: Do we get him in the
1: Vampire League? No. No, I don't think so. Definitely, we're highly considering Yeah, him. it's another case of getting sniped. sniped. Surprise. But, yeah, Drew Johnson gets a huge boost for that. I like him a lot in this offense now as the main guy. I think it's going to be huge. Because he's a good running back. He just had not gotten a chance to, like... Really show up. and he had that one year like the Browns. He had a ton of receptions too when he was with Crowell. Oh, that's true. But
0: yeah, I mean, Yeldon looked good in preseason too.
1: Mm-hmm. He
0: always looked good. He just never had the starting role. Yeah, I think Ye- Yeldon and uh, Duke Johnson would be such a good combo.
1: Yeah, they're like similar enough too. Where like like I said, they wouldn't be like a Jordan Howard thing. <laughs> where right, you know like oh well, is. he's running at this play. <laughs> So, Duke, I, where would you take Duke now? Where was he going before? So, like, it hadn't really stabilized yet, just because he just got. Let me give like, let me do a week, week ADP. Where is he at here? Because like, he went pretty late in hours. Like, he was definitely a value. So he's going like in the ninth, probably more towards like the eighth, I'd say now, or like it it probably ended up being like the eighth recently, just because he started picking back up as people realized what was happening. So I'll start I'll start I'll start at the fifth I'll say, so um, actually I'll start at the fourth. So Michelle or Duke Johnson, I think we'd both say Michelle still. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mark Ingram or Duke Johnson. Probably Ingram. Yeah. Um, Lindsay or Duke. I'm taking Duke. Uh,
0: uh, yeah I, I, well, I would probably be avoiding Lindsay anyway. Yeah. Because they got Royce Freeman too.
1: Mm -hmm. All right. Um. See Coleman or Duke? I'm gonna say Coleman.
0: Coleman or Duke? That's pretty. That's a pretty good close Mm. comparison. I think. Yeah.
1: Probably maybe Coleman. Maybe. (laughs) Um. Miles Sanders or Duke Johnson? It's Duke Johnson definitely. Duke. Yeah. And then after that, it's like Eckler, James White, Murray, Geist, Drake, Cohen, Penny. So like. Yeah, so he moves up to, like, right by the Tevin Coleman. Yeah, so that's, like, the 5th, like, start of the 5th there. So, like, the 4-5 or turn. So, like, the 5th round is, like, a very fair place to take Duke Johnson right now, I feel like. Mm Mm-hmm. So, let me, like, look at all who's going there, you know, other positions. So, that's guys, you know, Galladay, Cut, Mike Williams are also going around there. Um, Okay. How do you feel about them with Duke, Rick versus Duke now as well?
0: To have that extra running back spot, though, is so important. I yeah. mean, I would still probably take Galladay and. Def- I would. Galladay's the only one I think for certain I would still take over Duke.
1: The other two I'd be- have to consider the team. So, I mean, so Duke Johnson's like a fifth rounder now, is basically what mm-hmm. I'm getting from this. Yeah. So, yeah. Damn. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. Interesting. Things change pretty quickly around here, huh? For
0: real, good lord! Yeah, did not know yesterday was a one of those days.
1: Yep, yeah, it's it's been a really quiet preseason. Like it's been too quiet. It's it's been too quiet, man. Blow up week. Yeah, Cam's hurt. Lamar's hurt.
0: Half of the Lions are hurt.
1: <laughs> the Chargers are hurt. That's the rules. That is the. <laughs> <laughs> That's like tradition, honestly. At this point. Yeah, it's like every year. And and Washington. And you got hurt point for uh, hurt. Washington. Um,
0: I think I got a lot of people hurt. Let me look. Because, yeah, the Chargers lost Derwin. The Lions lost Frank Ragnow and Gerard Davis. So they lost a lineman and a linebacker.
1: Um, I mean, Geis, of course. I mean, because yeah. well, the Redskins, it's like, you know, Geis, Alex Smith and stuff too, obviously. um, mm. Then also the whole Trent Williams thing. Yeah. Big oof. And then, they, they just always get a lot of injuries every year. Their medical staff must be shit. <laughs>
0: they must be absolute shit.
1: Because, like, Colt McCoy had to play with it. Like, pretty much like a broken leg, basically, briefly, didn't he? Yeah. uh uh-huh.
0: And you have the RG3 thing, and now this Trent Williams brain tumor. Like, diagnoses that they were just like, eh, you are
1: good. Yeah, they're messing <laughs> a lot up. It's almost like... They're built on like an ancient Native American burial ground or something and they're cursed. It's almost like Dan Schneider's a terrible cheap
0: owner (laughs) and just fucking refuses to like treat his players fairly. Yeah, or do literally anything right. (laughs) I'm always surprised when people are drafted by the Redskins and they're just, none of them are like, I'm not going to play here, actually. Yeah,
1: honestly, like, I wonder when that's going to start happening.
0: I'm surprised it hasn't. Like I think it's we're due for one of those pretty soon
1: because that was the whole thing with like Eli and stuff when he got drafted too. That was a yeah. feel because Chargers infamously are terrible about that. Yep. So yep. Eli's dad
0: was just like, "There's no goddamn way you are playing for that
1: family." Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's very reasonable. Yeah. then the Chargers that we've seen with Bosa, um, I don't know what Gordon. Um. once, you know, once exactly I haven't looked at the court and think too much about his, you know, requests and offers and stuff like that, but,
0: yeah. I've been, I've heard that they were giving him, like, $10 million a year, and he wanted more, like, the twelve.
1: Yeah. I think the, I did, I'm pretty sure I remember the guaranteed being, like, way under. Yeah, I could see that. But. That's a big thing for a lot of the players. Yeah, especially, especially running backs, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: But i do i do think zeke will get a contract i don't know
1: i heard there's some optimism about melvin gordon but i'm not convinced
0: melvin gordon i just don't know that's why yeah. i'm justin jackson just because like it is the chargers and they're fucking just
1: yeah they're the worst about paying people so like they're notoriously awful about it so yeah but anyway where were we um Injuries preseason, didn't (laughs) Nick Bosa get hurt too? I don't know, fuckers always. Boses, man, those Boses, dude. Those Boses, fucking Boses. But anyway, so Cam Newton, um, he's questionable for week one right now. Um, it was like I think it was like a mid foot sprain or something. It was like possibly ankle sprain. Let me look exactly on what it was. Um, I'm looking for it, but anyway, yeah, it was like I believe I believe it was like a mid foot sprain something like that mm-hmm. unless it's not a high ankle
0: yeah maybe
1: But so yep a midfoot sprain he's cautiously optimistic for week one so I'm going to say questionable <laughs> questionable who do they play week one let me look because that could determine it <laughs> um the Steelers oh that's right They're the um oh, that's crazy in the whoops Preseason. Okay, well, you to play the Rams week one. That's right. They host the Rams. Oof. So, yeah, they're gonna need him. <laughs> yeah. Because if they actually they, have the Bucks, if it was like the Bucks to start, I'd be like, all right, listen, Cam, take one more week. <laughs> like, I think Will's got this one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, they're gonna need him if they want to win that game.
1: Mm-hmm. So, uh. but it's not his shoulder. His pitch shoulder is apparently fine. So, that's the most reassuring thing. Like, th- this is something he can actually heal from and be fine. So, Well, that's good. Anyway, next up we've got Keenan Allen. Um, it looks, I think the last thing I saw was he was trending upwards towards being good for week one. Um, he had, I believe it was a, let me find it an ankle injury. That was right. Don't know if it was a, like a sprain or whatever. But the last thing I saw was he was trending towards being more ready for week one as opposed to like fully questionable. Yeah, he said himself yesterday he said he he expects himself to be ready for week one so I'd say he's questionable to probable is my how I read that from going from very questionable to expecting himself to be ready so
0: yeah he might just be sitting out preseason to rest up
1: yeah so that um, they
0: did uh, sign Tyrell Williams though right do what didn't they sign or no not Tyrell Um, what's his
1: name yeah yeah
0: I confuse those two all the time. (laughs) Their names are very similar to me, like sounding.
1: But what? Tyro Williams and Dontrell Inman? They
0: both have softies,
1: and then like the hard eye sound. They both they both been with the Chargers too. I mean, that's also fair, also true, yeah. (laughs) But Inman's like the guy who like is good with the Chargers, and yeah. So they did sign him, Um, AJ Green. Um, he's going to be out till moment, probably the first, the first month, probably at least probably more till like week six ish. Um, Oh shoot. Um, Cardinals just put Hakeem Butler on IR cause his hand. Really? So that's a big bummer. I loved him too coming into the year and into the draft really. So it makes sense. Seems like he, a pretty good option for yeah. Kyler. Yeah. He was having drop issues and this makes a lot of sense that his hand was hurting and then it broke. And yeah. Um, but see, so yeah, Amari, originally it was a heel, and then now they're saying it's plantar fasciitis. So something he's dealt with before, apparently, and he can play through it, I guess. So it's that's literally just, man, it's it's inflammation, pretty much. So mm-hmm. Hey, man, that
0: happened to me the other day. I was uh, in my work shoes with my friend. Uh, I was with Bridget and Artie at the bar, and uh, these guys just like came up and stole my friend's phone like from right next to him. He had it out next to him. And just like ran so we chased after them and they were just like they vanished like they were gone but we i ran around for a while in these work shoes trying to find them and i just like my foot got so fucked up (laughs) for running in just like the wrong shoes i literally had like fasciitis bottom of my foot
1: yeah that sucks so fucking random
0: too yeah it was just like out of nowhere
1: (laughs) (laughs) it's like someone comes up mine
0: yeah, these, the they fuck? came up to us, they're like, hey, you want to buy some weed? And I joked, and I was like, oh, well, mine's a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, like, as they were walking past, the one dude, like, already, like, complimented the dude on his shirt about something, and the guy was like, give me that, and he took his phone and just ran. It was gone.
1: Huh.
0: Yeah, welcome to DC.
1: <laughs> Interesting. But, but, yeah, so. Yeah, so I'm already Cooper. Um, <laughs> yeah, Planner of <laughs> is weird. It feels, like, it feels like something, it feels like you stepped on something. Basically, is this way I can put it. Stepped on one of those long
0: flat Legos, and it's just like stuck to your foot.
1: Yeah, like you stepped on a piece of mulch. <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully he can manage that. It's it's really just you know doing things to keep the inflammation down, manage the pain, wearing the right shoes, that kind of thing. That help those the things that help a lot with it. So <laughs> hopefully he's fine. I, if man, if that tears, oh, <laughs> it's painful. Um, pain. Yeah. Um, next up, we got Kenny and Drake. He's questionable for Week One. Right foot thing going on. Um, I think he's been trending upwards, um, like recently. So I'm going off of stuff that was from you know, a little under. It was from like shortly after week two ended for the preseason. So um, there's some more updates with it that you know are added to it. But I think I saw that Candon Drake has been trending up. I could be totally wrong, but a lot of the um, hype with K2. Caleb Ballage. Yeah, they cut out. I lost you. What was the last thing you heard? But yeah, no, I was about to
0: say Kalen Blash.
1: Yeah, the Kalen Blash hype. Yeah, um, it makes sense now. If Kenny and Drake's been dealing with injuries, that Kalen Blash is getting more run. So,
0: yeah, I was high on him two years ago before the draft, and like nobody else was, and he didn't have like a great rookie year. But now
1: he's getting all this hype, and I was like,
0: I was right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I knew I, it. I wasn't huge on it. Like he's he was a really raw prospect, at least in my opinion. He, was, he had a lot to work on, but. I mean, if you can, like, get better, you know, with, the like, Vision, like, as a runner. Like, the physical tools are all there. Right. But, I um... Believe it. Believe that. Yeah. I, I'm not as huge on him this year. Not as much because I don't think he's super... Like, regardless of if I think he's, like, great or not great or whatever. Like, he's <laughs> on the Dolphins. <laughs> yeah, he's in a, a timeshare on the Dolphins. So, Whoa. yeah. Um, it's, yeah, so, um... Yeah, On Kenny Drake, he has shed his walking boot. And he's resumed jogging at least. Um, it's I think he's is questionable for week one. I, I'm not sure if I'd say it's which way i lean, but it seems sounds pretty fifty fifty right now. But yeah, um, DK Metcalf. I don't think he plays week one. It seems like he's doubtful. Yeah, sad. Big bummer there, um, <laughs> dude. I love DK Metcalf. Like I. I'm really waiting for him to, like, prove a lot of people wrong, but uh, you can't do that if he's hurt, so yep, um, so get healthy yeah, it was, I believe, pretty much like Itch. a knee scope um, which is, it's a minor surgery, as minor as a surgery can be about um, so it sounds like it's pretty much just uh, from what I'm reading here, it's like, it was pretty much to remove, like, a little bit of, like, fragments of meniscus or whatever, just to get it cleaned up, so it's not like any bone-on-bone, really, on discomfort there um, okay yes yeah, yeah, it was but yeah, it was a scope pretty much so um i don't think week one but like week two or three it, uh, he should be fine like it, it's a this is a pretty you know typical thing with a not a hard timetable with like a really accurate time set kind of thing so yeah those
0: uh
1: like some people come back thing. yeah some people get one like right after a game have a bye week then come back for the next game like some people yeah they're more preventative
0: they're just sort of a
1: Clean things up in there. Uh-huh.
0: They're yeah. non-real. They're non-invasive. Generally, like really, just like a little bit. They don't like mess with a whole bunch of stuff in your leg.
1: Mm-hmm. So, he's the tiny instruments. I'm not. We're I'm not too worried about him or anything. Um, Antonio Brown. I think he's all good. <laughs> his
0: feet have grown back.
1: Yeah, hopefully. <laughs>
0: um, you know, he had both his feet just fell off. <laughs> he got his feet circumcised. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, the, the, Gruden's reaction, he's like, he's like, I've never had a player have a frostbite, but <laughs> dude, Hard Knocks has been fucking wonderful. I watched the first two episodes, and then next week I'm going to watch the next two episodes of it. Um, I've only seen the first one so far. I can't remember which one it is, but like, he calls Nathan Peterman, and he's like, and you Peterman? <laughs> he just says the man, like, really extra. He exotic. loves yeah, Peterman, dude. Yeah, Peterman is what he calls him, and it cracks me up. I'll tell you what, man. This guy runs an X2 Spider White Banana. <laughs> I loved freaking um, oh crap, Abrams and um, Farrell. Oh gosh, those two were hilarious together. Was it, I don't know if the first or second episode, but Abr- oh yeah, a- yeah there, like, with the horses, yeah that was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want those two to have like a spin-off of their own.
0: Yeah, he has a good relationship already with the uh, with what's his face Gruden. Yeah,
1: yeah. See, it's like it's one of those things where like they're both assholes to each other, but they love yep. each other. Yep, that's what I already got from it. Be a little
0: bit more like me, man. A little bit of an asshole.
1: <laughs> that's literally what he told. I think Glennon, <laughs> pretty <Yep>. much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Glennon's like, I don't know how. <laughs> Somebody teach me.
0: You have the perfect mentor. I love Gruden, man. I think he's going to win a Super Bowl
1: with the Raiders. Dude, I would fucking love that on a billion levels.
0: I I just think they're doing it like they're taking their time with it, which is the right way to do it. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know why they're getting so much shit for it. The Raiders, correct. They're still not going to be good this year. But you're three through, like, seven. You're expecting them to be contenders.
1: Yeah. It's a matter of just, you know, this year is big because, I mean, they got Antonio Brown. So, like, as much as you want to shit on them, they got a star. So... Yeah, yep. um. But anyway, so um, I kind of grouped Gurley, Henry, Sony together—more Gurley, Sony, and then Henry separate, I guess. But um, they're they're gonna play Week One. Like I said, I started with Gurley and Sony. They're gonna play Week One, but they're both gonna be managed. It sounds like for kind of similar types of things. Gurley, um, girly, um <sighs> okay. They both have like chronic knee inflammation. We know that. So. The way they've talked about Gurley, like, super worries me as far as like, it's going to be game to game. It's going to be like, I don't know if they'll like do the Kawhi Leonard thing where they just sit him out games randomly. That would be preferred. I would love that if they would just tell us, hey, he's not playing today, as opposed to yeah. giving like four touches. But like, if he has a week where he gets like 20 touches, like, I don't expect him to get more than 15 the next week. This could be totally wrong, but it sounds so you like think that's they're going to really is. limit his carries, like, so it's not building up. Yeah, so like, he'll heavy one week, light one week. Like, honestly, like, I think it could literally be a back and forth, like a, not necessarily like a Tyree kill thing, like that one year where it was literally just always back and forth, but like, or like home road or whatever it was, but like girly could easily just be a, if he has a good week, you don't play in the next week kind of thing. It's because there's the, going to be the risk of they load man and and he gets like nothing. But mm. with Sony, I see more of like, they'll just use him up. I could be wrong there too, but like I, with the Patriots, actually, I don't know. So, how do you how do you feel about these two? I mean, they're they're both probably going to play Week One. Like, I assume they're both playing Week One, but they're guys who are going to be monitoring all year. How do you, how are you feeling about each of them?
0: Well. The Patriots still have James White, so that helps out a lot because they have a guy that is reliable and consistent with Tom Brady that can catch passes out of the backfield that will already just kind of like take time off of Sony's hands. So I think Sony starts week one. Um, I think James White is just like your 1B on a lot of those weeks and maybe even the 1A certain weeks where they want to give Michelle a little bit of rest. But I think Michelle altogether will be like the one on the year.
1: Yeah, I I feel you there. I yeah, use them up wasn't the right way to put it. I think like, they'll. I think he'll. I think he'll be more consistent just because, like you said, they have the talent with White and then Damian Harris and even Rick Burkhead behind there to like spell him enough to where doesn't They're not, I don't think they'll load him up a ton like for two games and then like he'll be fucked. I don't see that happening as much.
0: Yeah, exactly. Girly, man. I mean, I it, it's I'm just like avoiding him. Yeah, I think Michelle's going to be
1: more predictable between than Gurley will be. Yeah, Probably what I kind of said about him, Girly, right before. Yeah, like Gurley
0: might be just done already. Uh, like I hate saying that, but he like he might already be kind of done, and like they haven't realized it quite yet until he starts getting a big workload. I really hope that's not the case, but they did say it's sort of a degenerative knee thing, so it's not getting better.
1: Yeah, if I recall, I think, was it, I think Maurice Jones-Drew had something like this for a while, and he was able to have still a productive years, because, like, when he was in Jacksonville, he wasn't, like, full-on bell cow, but he was still a really productive fantasy asset, and he had, like, kind of, like, degenerative knee inflammation condition going on, but they used him, like, the right way consistently to like keep him from breaking down you know instead of you know breaking down in one year he broke down after like four i think like three or four years so
0: it's just it sucks because having him on the field for like every play girly that is yeah is really just like how the rams offense runs
1: yeah i've heard a lot of people talk about it possibly being like a um Saints-esque thing with Gurley and Henderson? How do you feel about, like, that possibility?
0: That would be interesting. Like, they use Henderson on the on the ground, and they mm-hmm. use Gurley sort of out of the backfield more, like, to catch passes, line him up. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, I think it would be a very innovative way to okay. make sure he isn't getting hit on the ground as much With those just like running into the line kind of things that like that makes sense that would be a really good way to sort of utilize them both just in a slightly different way without overloading one
1: yeah i've heard that mentioned like a couple of different places about like it you know thought about that um so with mjd i think i might have misspoke on that so i think like because like his first three years he was like under 200 carries and obviously he caught a lot of passes too but like in 2011 he touched the ball a metric shit ton and then broke down the next year and then in 2013 when he had i guess you know they load managed him more and that was when he had 230 carries, 800 yards, five touchdowns and then 43 catches, 314 yards there. So like that those are RB2 numbers about in total. Like if they load if they load managed Gurley in that manner where he's still good but not getting a ton of work like that then you know RB2 numbers uh, seem likely? I don't know. Like I think season long is gonna be RB2, but the weeks are gonna be RB1 weeks and then like RB3 four weeks. I don't think there's <throat> gonna be many RB two weeks from Gurley. Yeah, so you think he's either gonna be keep blowing it
0: up like he has been, or just like a lot more ineffectual and they'll use Henderson.
1: Yeah. But um anyway, but with uh moving on to Derek Henry, sounds like he's Gonna be good to go for week one. I think he shed the walking boot. I believe I can double check on that. But
0: yeah, I think he's gonna play week one.
1: Yeah, they pretty much just said like anything came up, it's like all right, Derek, you're we're gonna hold you out. They played the the Vikings, Sorry, the Titans play tonight. I don't know if they'll play Henry at all at any series at no all. Way. I doubt they would. They shouldn't. Yeah. But I, I I think he's all good. So I mean, they're gonna run him a ton. I imagine during the regular season. So they fucking better. Come <laughs> on, stop wasting this guy's career. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like at the end of the year, like the floor is like, huh? Wait, wait, wait. Oh, this guy's good, huh? Oh yeah, crazy. Yeah, I'm just gonna run this guy a bunch.
0: <laughs> and luck is gone. The boogeyman is gone, Tennessee. <laughs> you know how blessed you are. You <laughs> understand. Like, it'd be like for the AFC East if Tom Brady was like, eh, you know. I never actually really cared about football.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Just was gone. Yeah. The Jets and Bills would be like, yeah, Dolphins will still suck. But, yeah, well. <laughs> but um, anyway, so Dante Foreman, uh, as I think I mentioned maybe at some point earlier, um, he's – I don't know if he was signed back with the Texans or cut from the course, whatever it is. He's not playing this year. He's, my bicep is torn. He's done for the year. So – damn. Yeah, all all sleeper potential hope for him is Dunzo, Theo Riddick. He I think the that's this one's that's been out for first. doing. the plan with him is he's gonna miss like six ish weeks. Oof. So or probably from the injury. Sorry. So like he's gonna probably return around like after he's after week three in his expectation from it. So I'll probably miss around the first month ish of the season.
0: Um, they don't really need him as much. They have Freeman and Lindsey that are both really good.
1: Uh huh. For sure. So but once he gets back, he'll be integrated. Yeah, that'll be like an interesting backfield. It's going to be annoying, but it'll be interesting. Um, yeah. It's going to make everyone there just not relevant at all.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: But um, anyway, um, Sterling Shepard, it sounds like he's on track to play week one. Oh, nice. So, there you go. C- c- when it first happened, the timetable was putting him like right around week one, so it sounds like he'll be good to go. Um, but keep an eye on that. Um, Kiki Kuti, Kuti. Um, He's questionable week one. He had the high ankle sprain in the first week of the preseason, so eyes on that as well. Um, Josh Gordon's back, and he's I think he's practicing in full pads currently. That was the last thing I saw. So sounds like he's going to come off the NFI and be good to go. Um, so they're like just getting him you know ready for week one. I don't know if he'll full I. I have no clue if they're going to give him like full snaps week one or if they're going to like work him in some week one or what, but. Sounds like he will be active week one. That's crazy. Josh Gordon, baby. Yeah, it is. I I hope he blows up. Just for him and his sake. Me too. Mm-hmm. Just
0: takes over the league. Yeah, that'd be wonderful. Because he is somebody that you don't have to throw it very far to for him to take it to the house. Yeah. Tom. <laughs> Tom. Tom. <laughs> do
1: it. Do it, do it, do it, do it. It's funny. <clears throat> and that... um. Also, Tyler Croft and other Bills tight ends; um, those are just uh, so. Tyler Croft looks like he's not going to play Week One. Um, I know Knox had a ham issue going on, but it sounds like he is going to play Week One. I'm not sure about like Kroom and other guys, but like I think the other guy is that Tommy Sweeney guy, like to, I think. Like, look at I think Knox is the number one. I hope so. Currently, like I, I don't know who the fuck else they have, like. Looking up right now, but like I thought, kroom was hurt because he was there. <laughs> it's just like a shit show, like all the tight ends kept getting hurt. Yeah, so Croft. Yeah, kroom got hurt. Whatever. I know there's Lee Smith. But he's a blocking tight end basically because he was with the Raiders. He got like one pass her touchdown like ever. <laughs> that was last year, but yeah. So Dox and Knox is the number one receiving tight end with with Croft down I'm pretty sure. So nice. You know. Um, And then lastly not injury related, but so the Kenny Stills thing is like actually smoke and not just them fucking around. Like there's actually an issue there, apparently.
0: Well see so yeah, I didn't know about uh stills until yesterday when you told me what's going on with him.
1: So he had so like Jay Z and like the NFL have some partnership going on now. Did you see all that? Yeah. So he's a partner with the NFL. And whatever, something, like, quote that Jay-Z had said or whatever, like, however he put it about Colin Kaepernick or something Jay-Z did or whatever, or someone did, Kenny still, like, didn't like exactly how Jay-Z, like, initiated or whatever, I don't know, so, like, he was unhappy with Jay-Z's initial approach to it, and then Flores played a bunch of Jay-Z songs to start um, practice one day.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. he said
1: he was just trying to, like, motivate him and, like like, help him, you know, like, make sure he can, like, perform with adversity and, like. He said that Stills wasn't, like, performing Super well in camp. I don't know if that's true or if he was just giving himself, like, a, an out or whatever. But he said he was trying to, like, motivate Stills to perform around, like, adversity and stuff. And then it has been going back and forth. And I guess, like, Stills played some Nos in the locker room because um, Nos fired at Jay-Z with that, like, Ether song at some point. So that they had, like, the feud around over there. So it's been kind of interesting. But I guess there's, like, actually, like, an issue now where, like, Stills is not, like, super happy with them there so um Jeez. he is like a candidate to be like traded or cut possibly it sounds like so come on but well no that makes sense not many sense, but like so jakeem grant just got that big deal yes which i was kind of surprised but you were you i like, was too yeah you were on that though you're like dude jakeem grant deal and i'm like huh i'm like wait Still, is this kind of oh so like it makes sense now like seeing that and as of five hours ago, they're apparently shopping him, so... And Stills is good, so, like, he can be a really useful piece to a team. Oh, are you fucking kidding me? This is cutting out so much. Hello? Yeah. So it keeps cutting out. What was the last thing you heard from me? Uh, was talking about Jakeem Grant. Yeah, but... Yeah, Jaquem Grant's contract along with the Stills stuff, and as of five hours ago, they it was reported that the Dolphins are shopping Kenny Stills. And he's a good player, so, like, he could be yeah, super helpful for someone. Well, so
0: the Texans want a wide receiver allegedly. And the Dolphins were making huge plays for Clowney. <laughs> it's not a fair trade whatsoever, <laughs> but it could be part of other things that would make a yeah. trade fair.
1: I'm trying to think where stills would like I'm trying to think of good fits for Kenny Stills. Um Titans can actually use him. Um, dude the the Vikings got Stills as a third receiver, that'd be nuts. Um, just give him to give him to Josh Allen. More deep, <laughs> go deep more. More, we want more. Um, oh, dude, the Chiefs would be fun. Jeez. Just thinking about that, just in general. Um, he'd be a, he'd be a, he'd be like an improvement over Travis Benjamin for throw for the Chargers. Um, Seahawks could use him. Seahawks could use him. Bengals could use him a lot. Hella. Yeah, I'm just like looking through. <laughs> the Giants have no receivers, so they need it. But yeah, they need everything. Mm-hmm. So he'll he will find a home. I would laugh if you went back to the Saints. That'd be hilarious. I could totally see that happening.
0: They have one of the worst wide receiving cores, and they have Michael Thomas. Like yeah. that just <laughs>
1: <clears throat> yeah. After Michael Thomas, just like they got like Traequan and Ted Ginn as their like twos, and then it's like. Mm. Yeah. As I mean, Trayvon's Flash, but like as of now, there's like nothing there. So like it's literally like Kamara and Cook, I guess, and after Michael Thomas. <laughs> but um anyway moving on. So some preseason standouts so I've noticed. Um everyone's noticed Darwin Thompson. That's you know no, that's not news really. We said me. that
0: before though. We were like yeah. Darwin Thompson's gonna be the end up being the R B one by like the end of the year. Yeah, and, and
1: like m- Damian Williams is not good. You yeah, i a a whole rant about that. <laughs> yeah, and like it's not that he's like awful. Like I mean, he, he housed that run last night or whatever. But I mean, preseason, I, I you know it's part of it. But I mean, he like, it looked good though, still. So like, he can make do with the value that the Chiefs' offense running back spot provides. But so like the thing is like you want like okay having the Kansas City running back is valuable for fantasy. But if you like, for me, and like, I guess you too, like, I don't think Damien Williams is good enough to like fend off Darwin Thompson completely. So that's right. why I'm more inclined to draft Darwin Thompson, because I think he will have value in that role as well. And if anything happens to Damian, Darwin will become the new 1A, I think, and just keep it. Yeah. And Williams has had injury history before. <laughs> And uh how old is he? <laughs> how old is That's this right. breakout running back? 20, 27, 20, right? Seven. Yeah. Sounds right. I'm just making sure. I'm trying to remember any 27-year-old breakout running backs in history, really. <laughs> he definitely still has, like, some
0: years left of good running, but he's not going to... He's not, like, a new player. Yeah. Now. Those I'll... other years still happened.
1: <laughs> it still happened, yeah. Because... <laughs> Like Arian Foster's probably one of the oldest breakout running backs, but that was still his second year, even because mm-hmm. he was like 24 when he broke out. That's older for a running back to break out, but that—that was I said it was the second year as opposed to you know his what f- fifth year, yeah. So yeah, and the other thing is just Damian Williams' ADP is
0: so high.
1: Yeah, it has been dropping though. Good. It, yeah. So if it's more like let me look at last week. So it's it's he's more towards the 2-3 turn right now, which is better than where he was going. So that's a little better. So now he, he's going after Fournette. He's still going before A.B. and Thielen and carry on and Aaron Jones and Freeman.
0: Oof. So yeah, no. Uh, uh, many of those. I'd rather yeah. have the other.
1: Keenan Allen's, like, middle of the third right now because the injury has people worried. But I think, I, like, I get that, like, Damian Williams could start super hot and, like, be just dominant for, like, four weeks or something but mm-hmm. I know and that. Men. Yeah. The thing is I know Antonio Brown is going to get a shitload of targets the whole year and nothing's going to change that unless he gets hurt. Like anyone can get hurt. But like if he gets hurt and comes back, he's still going to get a metric shit ton of targets because he's Antonio fucking Brown. Like, yep. that's the thing. The opportunity cost is you're not getting Antonio Brown or Adam Thielen or Carrion Johnson or Devonta Freeman or Keenan Allen or, you know, right above him for and Mike Evans. Like, yeah. That's that's the issue. That's like like I said the whole time. That's been the issue. That but, ADP. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, it got me riled up.
0: This <laughs> is like I would take Damian Williams if it if he wasn't being drafted so early.
1: Even like the fourth, like. Yeah, I think that fourth. Like, if you're looking at him, or like. Fourth. Yeah, I, if you're looking at him or like Michelle or Ingram, like, okay, I definitely understand that. Like, the fourth round is where he becomes way more acceptable, in my opinion mm-hmm but yeah but even end of the third but like yeah that like around around the josh Jacob spot is like where i'd say okay i can see that so middle of the third is where i see it but he's he's falling closer to where he should be going at least but, but yeah so we like darwin he's shown yes it. the <laughs> best.
0: stand out hmm one of many,
1: yeah, and he's he's good too. Like there was a lot of positive evaluation on him coming out too. So that dude's ripped, dude. Yeah, he's like five eight, but he's just massive though. He is. Yoked. He's just
0: muscle horse.
1: Yeah, man, he is something else. He is stout.
0: His name's Darwin. You should call him the Muscle Finch. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's funny yeah
0: like, doug martin was muscle hamster yeah which <laughs> is just finch. like that's like i picture like ham taro or something <laughs> from back in the day <laughs> muscle finch is just like <laughs>
1: i'm envisioning like a super buck bird like <laughs> with, with man arms yeah <laughs> what you sharpen <chirping> about bitch <laughs> yeah. but gosh anyway um <laughs> Don't call me Tweety, and, bro, I just bro. love it the guy named Darwin is, like, fucking jacked.
0: Hey, Mozzie and the muscle. Yep. Mozzie and the brain. Pinky and the brain.
1: What I a show. That show. What a yeah, show. it was a weird show. That and, like, there were, like, a lot of weird shows then, like, I didn't watch. Because I didn't appreciate it as much. But, like, now I feel like I'd like that. Like, um, Roccos Modern Life. Um, Cow and Chicken. I mean not that much like Courage of Cowardly Dog. Whenever I've seen that recently, I've loved i I love that show now. Like as a kid I didn't like it at all. That was one of my
0: favorite shows as a kid. That's yeah. why I'm so messed up. <laughs> that is a dark show. There's a whole episode about like domestic abuse and rape and like all that kind of stuff going on. Yeah, it's a and fucked just up like, show. This is a kid's show. Plus it's spooky. Yeah. Return Slab. <laughs>
1: Yeah, Nightmare um, fuel, dude. dude. oh, I, I used to love Billy and Mandy, though.
0: That oh was, like, yeah, that the was the- <laughs> yeah, that was
1: Grim Reaper. Yeah, that was one of the best Cartoon Network series because, like, that was one of like, the longer running ones until recently. Like with like regular show and Adventure Time, like Cartoon Network shows did not run that long. That was like rare.
0: Yeah, Cartoon Network had like four year deals for shows. That's sort of like always been their thing. So they didn't like shows were only on for literally like four years and then they were done, which isn't a long time. Cause it usually takes a year for people to even find out about the show. Yeah.
1: But Anyway, where were we? Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, James Washington has been balling out. Yeah. He's good.
0: I'm happy because I was not high on him coming out of college. I was just yeah. kind of like pretty one dimensional. Yeah. I didn't get a lot of playing time, but he they had a B
1: hogging all the shares. Hmm yeah when when you're behind ab and juju it's like well and you're a rookie so you know it's tougher um now it's only juju ahead of him and i i I like james watching i thought he's pretty talented um i think he's better than dante moncrief god dude i'm so sick of hearing people talk about how dante moncrief is
0: now the legit wr2
1: like it could be that way to start (laughs) just because of the coach giving the opportunity and like maybe right now like in the like I can see, like right now, Moncrief. <clears throat> oh, Rip, Rip Mosey, Um, like Moncrief yeah. being just like a more reliable receiver at this point in their careers, but like Washington has a way higher ceiling, and like he is has so much more potential than Moncrief has. And like, if you can put that together at all this year, I like Washington a lot better than Moncrief. Same so same
0: also my dad just texted me and he said I bet luck comes back in two
1: years
0: (laughs) which is I'll consider that a hot take because my dad is always right about football (laughs) like literally it's insane the amount of times I've been watching a game with him and he says something and then fucking I have to hear the exact same words come out of Chris Collinsworth's mouth like verbatim (laughs) I'm just like why are you not an announcer you know everything that's going on right now interesting that he thinks that he it's a it's definitely like up like something to consider i mean 29 he could definitely breast up not uh, to go back to luck but
1: just, i mean yeah but that's the this is the main reason I of the court today. was like dude we gotta talk about this like i need yeah. someone to talk about this with just in general <laughs> I, I would love for him
0: to return pull a kurt, kurt warner and just sort of uh. like come out of nowhere again
1: like the fact that I'm with love, the Cardinals when he's 33. <laughs> what I love is that we will have zero clue about it when like, it'll, we will know like everyone will know at the exact same time. There's not going to be like, cause he's not on social media. So like no yep. one's going to know anything about it until he decides to like in that exact moment, if he unretires, like there's going to be yeah. no build up at all. Yep. Just like this, like there was no build up to this at all. There was like, Oh, like, okay. You know, he's might not play week one, but there's no retirement. Hype, no, yeah. The
0: expectation was he might not play week one, but we're gonna have him for the next three years at least
1: Mm -hmm.
0: on contract plus whatever he does after that
1: as generational talent quarterback. Mm -hmm.
0: So, So. but actually,
1: but you (laughs) know, the funny, the funniest thing about it was like he was on the sidelines with his teammates, and like everyone on Twitter is just losing their shit, and like he's just chilling there because like he has no idea people are losing their shit over it right now, he's just sitting on the sideline. It happened at the game. Yeah. The, the, okay, I don't know if the fans were booing something else or booing luck, like what it was, but did you see like the clip of the booze while he was walking yeah. off? Yeah. Yeah. I really hope that like I hope I really hope there's some context that's not obvious there that we're missing. I that don't think so, really... but I really hope it's not as bad as it looks. So, <clears throat> yeah, it looks yeah. so
0: bad. Yeah. <clears throat> Come on. And the Colts are like good organization too.
1: Yeah, like if if I were them, people would be like, God, like what the fuck are you doing? Why are you booing this guy? Like He's
0: uh, done so much for you, and what have you done for him? Yeah, where's his line?
1: Where is it? He played Don't with sc- a lacerated kidney. He <laughs> the man pissed blood for you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's bummer. Anyway, um, Ty Montgomery and David Montgomery, the Montgomerys. Um, <laughs> Ty those look really UCD. good. In that fit? Sorry, what? They're like coming to you this fall on CBS. <laughs> the Montgomery's. We oh, like David. That. Yeah, David has looked pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he's looked solid. Um, He's looked the part. So, yeah, I mean... I I understand, like... So, <laughs> we're in a keeper league, and my, our friend Jarrett, he's a Chicago native. He's a big homer. So, it's a keeper league, so stuff gets pushed down. But he took... Um, Dave Montgomery in the middle of the second. Yep. I think he could have got in the next round, but like it is a it seemed like a big reach, but like <coughs> I don't think it was like looking back on it, I don't think it was as egregious as it looked at the time. Just because the potential, like the upside is there. Like he probably like I said, he probably could have easily gotten around later, but like so I didn't think,
0: like, I thought it was a bit of a reach, but I'll always defend a reach if you understand that they might be gone by the next time yeah. you get
1: to Even like, If there is a non-zero chance that someone else will take them, then, yeah, like, get your guy,
0: so. Yeah, for real. Like, I don't remember who it was in this past draft, but I knew that. I had a pick and then I had two keepers. So I didn't get to pick for like 20. So I was taking somebody like a real far reach there. Yeah, didn't you Cause take, I did knew take that...
1: Justin Jackson or
0: it might've been Justin Jackson, pull it up, but yeah, it was someone like that. I'm like, I'm not going to get to pick again for a while. And this person is definitely not worth this round, but they're going to be gone. And I want them. <laughs> mm-hmm. I want it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want it. Yeah, but any like with David Montgomery, especially when it's like an upside play too. Like Montgomery has enough upside in the Bears' offense that it could be totally worth it. I just cut you after you said that, but it was pretty good before. Sneezer are good. Yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. I I think I took Lamar because I yeah oh, Lamar Jackson. I, yeah, I took Lamar a yeah, little was, bit earlier. I
1: was, <laughs> I was like, damn it, Scott.
0: if you pick up Darnold, I'll trade you for him. (laughs) Oh, man. I'm like, this is so great. I love having this problem. I'm like, so I have Aaron Rodgers as my, like, number one QB. But week one, Lamar Jackson plays the Dolphins. Mm -hmm. So.
1: So I've got Matt Ryan as my quarterback that I grabbed (laughs) there. I'm so torn on if I think the Vikings defense is good or not. Uh, Let me look really quick. So, like – I read something fucking buck wild recently about Xavier Rhodes okay so he apparently fell off a cliff last year and I did not realize it so let me find it because i either saved it or screenshot or something because it was so notable so like Rhodes was not performing well in the preseason it was like there's something about you know Murray Tar it was like because the Vikings um uh, Cardinals preseason game so there's something about like the targeting With that let me find how do I see like bookmark tweets and shit. Gosh dang it, Twitter. This is so hard to follow everything on Twitter right now. I'm just to find <laughs> some shit. Like, but anyway, so I'll come back to that once I find it. But um, yeah, I'm really unsure if I think the Vikings defense is good or not. That's like my biggest struggle right now. They're good. Like, I mean, like, all together. I mean,
0: Everson Griffin... And Harrison Smith alone are just like outstanding. And yeah, I
1: mean like I guess I mean they're secondary more or less. So yeah,
0: yeah, and that's like that's the big thing, is if Xavier Rhodes isn't as good as we thought he was, that's big. Because yeah, so... their other guy is is it
1: is Trey Wayne's their other guy? I think so. I'm not remember. sure. But so like this this was for during the so like this precinct game. Super small sample. Like yet Two passes go out of Xavier Rhodes. They both completed for 25 and a half yards each. And then, like, the other receivers, there's two two of eight at 3.1 yards attempt. I mean, it's, you know, super small stable. But last year, apparently, Rhodes was graded 78th out of 86 cornerbacks in coverage with 500 wow. snaps by Pro Football Focus. What? It's so, like, okay, even if you want to say, okay, maybe they don't know what they're doing, like, still, do they have enough of a rep that I feel like that's worth noting. Like, hey, and I can look a little more into it, but. Apparently Xavier Rose fell off a cliff and like no one noticed, which is kind of wild to think about. But Interesting.
0: Well yeah the other pieces of their defense are pretty good though. Like Daniel Hunter is great. Linval Joseph. Uh, they got Eric Kendricks at middle linebacker. Mm-hmm. They kept uh Anthony Barr too. Rip. Yeah. So they yeah, they have like they have some some pretty good pieces all around. Like I think their defense is solid.
1: Yeah, for me it's mostly just like their past, I don't know if their past defense is as intimidating anymore could be way off, but
0: yeah, the Xavier Rhodes thing is interesting was it like a a, after a certain game or injury or something?
1: I'm not sure, I need to look more into like, did he get really hurt or what it was but, it's odd was he
0: being put in the wrong scheme?
1: (laughs) also possible (laughs) remember the Namdi Asamoah experiment oh gosh, the Eagles, that was the worst thing in the world hated that so much i hated seeing that happen
0: i think everyone did let's take this great corner who's amazing and he did man to man right yeah he was
1: an amazing shadow guy
0: yeah and let's throw him into a complete zone scheme with none of that and he'll be he'll just do just wonderful
1: that team was so good on paper mm-hmm. and then they were just ass that was hilarious and then they were just ass yep and uh, that was it. Um, but anyway, where are we? Uh, so we're getting off track a lot. Uh, it's the okay. tangents. Yeah. So Ty Montgomery, um, he, yeah, he'll be working in a lot with Le'Veon Bell um, to start the year. As Levon Bell gets, like, worked in more. And he, he is definitely the clear number two and has looked pretty solid in the preseason. So. Yeah, no, he
0: is definitely the number two guy there for Bell. Kept hearing all off season about how like Gase really liked him and a lot of positive things. And then like in preseason, you're starting to see it and he's developing a relationship with bell too.
1: like they're growing mm-hmm. out. Like it's looking pretty good for Timo. Yeah. He's, As, I mean, he's good. He's talented. He's just, he's not like a feature back. Like he can't do that, but he's definitely a good mix in guy or if like, you know, Lev goes down. He and Eli would definitely handle it pretty well, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I think he's a pretty good pass blocker, so I
0: think you're going to see him on the field a lot.
1: Yeah, he's so great. I think
0: he's going to be okay. just involved in
1: the offense in very various ways. Mm-hmm. Having like they could easily have him and Bell out on the field because both of them can like line up as a receiver without yeah. any issue.
0: Absolutely, because, because was, was a, was a route receiver. runner. Yeah, for he
1: years. was a fucking receiver. Yeah, <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah, that's that could provide. Even Eli McGuire is a good passer. They have like three really good pass catching running backs that can run. You know, Tymo can run decently enough, and Eli is a good runner, and obviously no Bell. So, there could be some interesting scenarios like with the offense this year. It could be fun. Yeah, that's why.
0: Like, I think they're doing the right thing with Bell. I think like I don't think for fantasy he should be taken number two or three as he was in some of these keeper leagues. Um, I don't think it'll be like that good. I, I took him because I'm a Jets fan but <laughs> like I think he will be a little bit in that lower tier but I think they're going to manage his usage really well it's mm-hmm. the thing with these running backs there are all these studies about like years they had career amount of carries and then the next year they were garbage they got hurt, they couldn't play or something they just were so overused the year before yeah, and he yeah. had a year off they're reintegrating him they got a lot of different pieces that can do some of his similar skill set so I think he'll get like integrated in well and I like Tymo to be sort of the, the
1: stand-in for that. For sure, for sure. Yeah, I'm just like envisioning Tymo, Lev Bell, Robbie Anderson, Jamison Crowder, and Chris Herndon out on the field all together, and the defense is like, oh fuck, where's this going? Yeah, like, I know. Like literally anything could happen. Anything could happen. Like, they that that allows for so much moving around, like pre like pre snap. It's it's absurd. So, um, anyway, um, moving on, um, Irv Smith and TJ Hawkinson, to both look pretty solid. Um, yeah.
0: Pretty Hawkinson, glad about
1: that. Yeah. Hawkinson had a pretty solid game. Um, I think it was the other day and when the, the, Lions last played, he was pretty good. So he's been getting catches in every game that he's played. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's, he is super good. He has the potential to be a you know generational talent. Like he's, he is, he is all that <laughs> he's really good and a bag of chips yep <laughs> but yeah Irv smith has looked good which is reassuring after like the not great camp reports to start the offseason so cause they gave you know Cal a big deal and we heard all that about um or smith so it's like oh maybe he's not really ready yet but he's looked better than you know we'd heard he'd look mm-hmm. um and he's he'll probably have the
0: rookie struggle year
1: oh yeah rookie tight ends are tough I think I think Hawkinson is one of those guys who where he is good enough at everything' head he needs to do where he can stay on the field pretty much all the time and still produce like like we said he'll have games where it's two for 18 but he will have a couple like eight for 108 in the touchdown games yep so
0: yeah so like Hawkinson I think he'll have a I think he'll have that kind of engram like rookie year that's pretty solid like it Looks better than like statistically it actually was after you look at it, but it was pretty good altogether mm-hmm. for a rookie, especially Smith. I think is more of a long term future prospect if you're keeper dynasty kind of like hold on to him because like probably the next year or two is when he's going to start shining, yeah. and I think he is the future of the tight end there.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like so th- this this tight end class was loaded, dude. I remember we talked yeah. about that like before the draft. It was it was nuts.
0: I know, and we like Dawson Knox yeah. too. Like. Oh, Mm, yeah, all these guys.
1: A lot of good tight ends, so it's gonna be fun. It's like it's I it's it's like the running back class uh two years ago that was just fucking loaded. Like, these last couple were in but this one was a little lighter, but there were like two loaded running back classes in a row and now it's like, oh, all these good running backs are not on teams, like what? Yeah. This is why no one's getting paid because there's too many good ones.
0: <laughs> oh, there was another guy I was gonna mention, another tight end. Oh, uh Dallas Goddard. He's the second year guy, so like mm. he had his rookie struggle year, but a lot of reports on him are looking really positive too. Just to kind of s- start being like a number two tight end with Ertz, just I think they might do some two tight end sets a little bit more this year.
1: Yeah, that would be dangerous. Yeah, he's so dangerous. <laughs> So, anyway um moving on so circling back to the colts um Dion kane has looked really freaking good this preseason the 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 uh the Kelly to Dion connection is really good um the like the highlight from last night is um swag hits him over the middle Dion breaks a tackle swirls out runs it in it was so it was a, such a good play just overall so they're both looking good right now. Turning so. on a little bit. Yeah, dude, I did. I got a chub. Um, it's cool. <laughs> I used the word chub on purpose there. Um, <laughs> oh, I know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> got a Nick Chubb.
1: Yeah, honestly, his name could be anything. His name could be like, you know, fucking like, you know, Shurzak. Don't and I would say I got a Shurzak, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but I don't know why this name I thought of. Anyway, um, but yeah, no, Dion King is really good. I was big on him coming in last year but he got hurt and now he's healthy so after TY like I mean it is open obviously it's going to be odd with the offense the way it is right now but if we did end up seeing swag I would be very high on Dion but <laughs> that being said um, they both have looked good in the preseason and those are guys that I'm high on just talent wise so seeing them perform well you know I'm, just, I'm moving them up my watch list more
0: We've gotten. We've talked before. I know. I've mentioned this a few times. Like that. Uh, the prep, like I would the call, it like the, connection, prep, the yeah. squad connection. Yeah, oh, that's guys, it's real.
1: It yeah. is. Yeah, it's like why. It's why Baker and Higgins have a good connection because, like, yeah. Higgins was like the top receiver on the second team. while Baker because was behind and Tyrod
0: top. was uh, playing yeah. the
1: starters. You had Baker doing the second team stuff with Higgins. Yeah. And like the the oh, dude, Preston Williams, like. He's had some drops, but he's had some crazy moments. He was the Dolphins. I don't know if he's the last draft pick who was undrafted, but he's the re- the rookie receiver they have now. And he um, he's like talent wise, he's like a top one hundred talent, like draft wise. But off he had a ton of off the field issues. And that's why he fell super far. Um, oh, really? So if he can, he's one of those guys. If he can keep his head all straight, he's super good. He almost had like a freaking circus catch um, the other week. Um, he, like, it, his foot was like a smidge and out of bounds on it. But he's like oh really, yeah. It was like, yeah, it was Rosen to him, but like that connection is really good. So like if Rosen ends up being the starter, which could happen as soon as week one, even. Who actually Rosen like last week looked really good, mm-hmm. uh, so it's Worth, or uh, his last game looked pretty good. Um, he's had some good moments this preseason. Um, I've not, I've seen, I've seen no Fitz highlights, and I know I would see them because he's Fitz magic, so and everyone loves yeah. him. So that's another backup connection to watch is the Rosen to well not backup. But that's another connection is. The, rosen depressive williams connection
0: yeah well, I, I do think rosen will start as the backup but i do think he's it, gonna be the starter
1: That could be any time literally
0: yeah all it takes is one seven interception fitzpatrick game
1: mm-hmm. and yeah. you're
0: like god i hate this
1: guy mm-hmm. and like with with these preseason standouts the one of the big things with most of them um is like the there's a lot of it's either a muddled situation or like there's a clear path opportunity. Like Darwin, he's like, if Damian is at all, Darwin's there. James Washington, there's number two spots wide open. Tymo, okay, I mean, that's, that's the one that's not as much, you know, obvious path to production. David Montgomery, he's, you know, kind of slated as a starter. Hawkinson is, they, they call him their tight end one. Irv, you know, could easily step in if something happens with the Rudolph. And then. Sly doesn't really have the clear about production. Obviously, they'd have to so have something to have. Um, Reset would have to, you know, go out or something. And then with Dion after Ty, like it's really open. So yeah, like all these guys have easy shots at like the number two spots, pretty much. Mm-hmm. So Ooh, I'm getting excited. Yeah,
0: I, I, I get to draft tonight. Mm. My last one.
1: Season starts in ten days. Yeah. Oh, the there fifth? was
0: just there was one year where we did the draft at the end of July and my team got decimated before the season even I hate started. That, yeah. I lost Jordy Nelson, Arian Foster, and somebody else, like all, and I think it was Calvin Benjamin that year who mm-hmm. and it was like after his good rookie year. Oh yeah. So like I was high on him, obviously, to like have another good season to build on his first year good performance. Lost all of them. And I was just like, I'm never having the draft before, like, late August ever again.
1: Yeah, we had to have that one, like, uh, two weeks ago. Like, was it the 13th we had to have it, right? Mm-hmm. Whatever it was, yeah, 14th. I think it was the 14th, yeah. But anyway, so that's about the earliest I'd want to do it, usually, just because the injury stuff is annoying. However, drafting earlier does give you an edge if you, like, you know what you're, like, if you've been paying attention. So, cause also could, true. Yeah, because that lets you get Darwin Thompson at the very end, get Justin Jackson at the very end, whereas now they're going a little higher. You can, you know, if you think Duke Johnson's going to get moved, you can grab him really late or something like that.
0: Right, like we've been talking about some of these guys for months, whereas yeah. some of the other people in your league might have only just this week learned about any of these people.
1: Yeah, like I know every time we talk about Duke Johnson, he could get traded, and he did. So <laughs> we, we've we been on, We like I said, you especially, I've been on like Dawson Knox a lot, like that's yeah. one the guys we've been all over. Um, yeah, just like certain things, like you yeah, had Washington and Darwin been all over them. Hawkinson, I know you have your love for Hawkinson knows no bounds. Knows no bounds. So, yeah, so not as
0: good, not as high as my, some of the others that I have love for, but
1: he's definitely getting some love. Mm-hmm. Not not up there with Matthew Stafford for you, but of course not, <laughs> staff daddy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, dude, I've have, I have zero clue how the Lions are going to be this year. I got to be honest.
0: Oh, I think they're going to do a lot better than people think. Where's my uh I do have my <laughs> official like Mozzie's preseason predictions. So. Oh. Let's see. You can ask me about any team. I'll pull up what I have on them.
1: Yeah, I'll um, I
0: have something on them.
1: Yeah, the Lions are one of the teams I'm like most unsure about. Um Honestly, like that whole division I'm super unsure about. I got to be honest. Like, yeah, the whole NFC North just feels up for grabs. Let's see. I feel like the NFC West could be a letdown this year, too. Yeah, the NFC
0: West is the one division I don't think I've done yet. Yeah, I haven't I haven't gotten to the West yet to the West. (laughs) Yeah, I do have something on the Lions. So this is my uh, preseason prediction here. Lions, I have going 10 and six. I think the Lions are a surprise this year. Some people have them as low as three or four wins. That's utterly preposterous. Here's why their defense is sneaky good. Damon Harrison is a fucking Hall of Fame level (laughs) run defender, and he will immediately make your team good at defending the run. They got Trey Flowers to rush the quarterback uh, with the previous sort of New England connection. Darius Slay and Quandre Diggs complete a good secondary their weaknesses at linebacker they drafted for depth in this draft but we don't know how that Tavai pick is going to turn out and they're weak at outside linebacker uh offensively though they're really underrated marvin jones and galladay are one of the best duos in the league hawkinson has also been added to the mix and has been rated as one of the best pass catchers in the camp but more importantly he's exceedingly good at blocking which is probably the best <laughs> the reason yeah. why he's the number one tight end in the draft uh, carry on. I'm very high on. Uh, huh. He did really that's well right. last year. I think that's going to improve. It's rumored that Stafford last year played throughout like a terrible back injury, and it makes sense given it was his worst statistical year ever by far. Uh, I think they split games with the Packers. And let's final mentions. I say I have to mention Matty P, who's in the uh, hot seat. Mm-hmm. Uh, after a pretty mediocre f- first year. That's the key, though, first year. Um, but the rumors that the team doesn't bind to his culture are dog shit. Uh, mm-hmm. This is his year. I think he's going to get some shit together. I don't think like that culture bullshit, that's ridiculous.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I, uh, right. There's a lot of former players that have come out, and they're like, when when people say like a coach has lost the locker room, he's like he's like, what the hell does that even mean? Like your coach is your coach and you listen to them no matter what. <laughs> and just like <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. That's my lion's uh prediction. Any other teams?
1: Um let's see. You Let look through if there's anything I'm like really unsure about here. Um I think for the most part I know how you see most of the teams. <coughs> um how about the Niners. <clears throat> I don't know if I have the Niners down Oh, i don't have the West. That's right, my bad, my bad.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, I do have them in my ranking, like initial
1: ranking, behind the Rams and Seahawks. Gotcha. I guess um, same division. Um, how do you have the uh, Packers? Uh, the Packers winning the division. Gotcha. I'll see have the Vikings and Bears underperforming then. Yep yeah i, I can but, see the vikings possibly really underperforming i don't know i'm so torn on the, the whole division
0: i i mean I, so i drafted aaron Rodgers in our league because i think aaron Rodgers will be the best quarterback in fantasy this year that's my official hot take i think you know, he will be
1: that's you know has done well for the most part <laughs> throughout his career
0: well yeah but last couple of years he's been down people are like oh, he's not as good as we're not. i think this is like this could be rogers mvp season mm-hmm. or we're getting there um Oh, so here's what I have. 12-4 and win the division. Didn't initially like the LaFleur hire. How dumb do you have to be to wait 14 weeks to use Derrick Henry? But I've started to turn around on it more... The more that I've thought about it, his season in Tennessee was lackluster, but Mariota might be a really average quarterback. Mm -hmm. I think LaFleur finds much greater success offensively in Green Bay because the offense he'd like to run would revolve heavily on a game wherein the ball is almost always starting out as a pass from the quarterback, (laughs) which, yeah. However, does that mean he's a good coach? what's going to happen to their defense, like, and all this other stuff. But, like, the biggest thing, I have, like, this whole thing on LaFleur and Mariota, which is basically, like, LaFleur came from the Rams and then went to the Titans, and he couldn't run the same kind of offense he would want to have run, like, he previously Mm -hmm. ran with the Rams because now he's with Mariota, who can't do the same things. I think a lot of it was on Mariota. And I think now that he has Rogers, like there's going to be a lot of difference you see in like his gameplay his calling and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, but the biggest thing is their defense is way improved. With, yes. They got Preston Smith and Zadarius Smith, pass rushers, outside linebackers. They got Adrian Amos. They got Mike Daniels up front. Like as always, Um. they got Darnell Savage in the draft and people are saying he's really fucking good. That's like their biggest weakness is middle linebacker.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, their defense got a lot better. That was like a super under-noticed thing. That yeah, is important. <laughs> and they got Mike
0: Pettin, who I think is a very good defensive coordinator. He's not a good head coach, but yeah. he's a very good defensive coordinator. But some guys, they that's all they can do.
1: Yeah, I mean that's okay. If that's you... yeah, that's great. <laughs> yeah. Who wait? Who did they get for Ha Ha Clinton Dix? Gave him
0: to the Redskins for... Did they get someone out of it?
1: Let me see. I think a fourth rounder? There might have been something else, too. I don't know. I'm trying to remember. Hmm. I didn't know if they got anything out of it. Yeah, because they just kind of bailed on him.
0: <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Adrian Amos.
1: Woo! Yeah, they're, they're, they're second, their secondary is young, but it's improving for sure. Because oh, oh, that didn't work. But, yeah, they got, like, you know, J. Alexander. They've got a lot of, you know, interesting young... Studs there, I'm not their studs, but interesting our talent there. So yeah, their defense is way better than it was two years ago. Way better. So yeah, so this will be. There's a lot of teams like I feel like I, I'm pretty unsure about. But yeah, whatever people like predict someone like for three wins, I'm like get the fuck out of here. Like getting losing. Like getting under four wins is really hard to do. (laughs) Like honestly, like getting being a three win team is. Uh, like, that is not an easy ask.
0: Yeah, no, not at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I so, One of my things for this year is, like, in terms of, like, records, I don't think there are many teams that have, like, less than five wins. I think there's maybe two or three. I think a lot of the teams are have at least six, seven wins.
1: Yeah, because like, even, like, okay, like, Giants and Redskins, they're pretty bad. But, like, I could see somehow, like, the Giants, like, find a way to, you know, fuck around and get five wins like
0: right or say like the cardinals i think they could easily get six wins
1: Mm -hmm.
0: uh the ones that i think can't realistically are like the dolphins yes i think they're probably one of the worst teams in the league
1: i think the dolphins Um, and washington could easily be like the worst two teams
0: yeah and washington and i think the raiders will also have one of the worst records but i think they'll still be like five and eleven or six and ten
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the Dolphins and the and Washington have like the best cases to be the worst. Yeah, the Giants are up there as well.
0: I'll have to change some of these because some of my views have changed. I'm a little <laughs> bit higher on Lamar than I was, and I'm a little bit lower on the Colts than I was. <laughs> just a tad, just yeah,
1: a gonna, bit. Houston's like the lock now, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, they're the they're
1: yeah. clear favorite, but. Anyway, I'm excited, dude. We're like 10 days from football. I can't fucking wait, dude. I'm it's so, coming. I'm so psyched. I'm so hyped, dude. This is all I've wanted for a while. For like the last 50 days, I've been like, I can't fucking wait. <laughs> it's coming, man. Mm. It's coming. We're getting close.
0: I didn't get off Sunday, uh, so that sucks. But bummer. there's nothing this Sunday, right? No. So <clears throat> it's like next Yep, the
1: fifth is when it starts.
0: Okay. I did request that one off, so hopefully I get that.
1: There you go. <clears throat> it's, um, who's playing?
0: Uh, Packers, Bears?
1: Huh, okay, that'll be fun.
0: Something like that.
1: So it was a good, yeah, you a know, good divisional <laughs> start. Yeah. So, badges. Yep, yep. But anyway, i'm I'm excited for that, but, um, I don't know if we'll be recording again before the season starts. I mean we'll I guess we'll do like a week one preview, obviously. That'll happen at some point. But yeah, so this is we're nearing the home stretch. We're getting there. Mm-hmm. But thank you all for uh tuning in. Um so the lock thing's a bummer. I know many of you are probably as bummed as we are, but it'll you know we'll, we'll get past it. You may come back. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs>
0: You never know. I know my dad yeah. just told me it's just a hunch. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to call your dad a liar. He's, yeah, he's
1: always right. He's a truther. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't calling you a truther. Oh, man. But um, thanks for tuning in, everyone. Have a good day. Yeah, it is a bummer. Let me, let me go see how my uh, dip's doing real quick. Do Grab some. Of his uh, spinach
0: eating challenge eating a bag of spinach every single day we are on day 7 he has gone a full week uh, I believe he's changed his recipe up he's done a little bit of raw done a little bit of spinach smoothies By the way I would do it to start as well if I were doing something like that uh, and now we're doing a spinach dip, pesto blend thing it, it'll be good I promise
1: yeah, spish week has been a good time for the most part. Yeah, I don't think it's too rough, right? Nah. Do you feel any different? Um good bowel movements. I mm. Don't really feel much different. Pretty good. That's what we use with it. Hmm. Pretty good. Yeah, as like I put some stuff in it to like flavor it give it a little more taste. So it's like it's not like overdone. Like, flavor-wise, but, like, it's, it's below, it's a little below the point of being too much, but it's, like, still good, but you, like, you need water with it, kind of, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, like, I like that, because I like a lot of flavor. Like, have you ever had Takis? No, what is a Taki? Um, it's kind of like a Dorito, except it's, like, rolled, and it's little, like, more, I like, guess, a little, not, like, because like spikes here's more, like, chili than nacho. Mm. Uh, no. Also pretty good, but. That's
0: what you're dipping in it?
1: No, it's just what, like, I'm trying to compare it to as far as, like, being really flavorful, but, like, being just under, being, like, too much, Mm. so it's still good. I think I follow. I'm trying to think of, like, something to explain it best, but I don't know. Anyway, so, where were we? What did we just talk about last? What was the last thing we said, I think? Mm. Hmm. about, I heard Doyle and Funky. Mm-hmm. Okay. Dunches. Oh. Dunches. <laughs> You're going to the dunches for your as your punishment. <laughs>